Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Well, dear Bazalwane, it's our new month. Uh, as they said, it's our mandate Sunday. And we have a new theme. Somebody say a new theme. A new theme. As you can see, it's all red behind me, and there is even a heart. So this November, it is not November. But this November, it is November. November. Somebody say November. I come on, somebody say November. Welcome to the month of November. Amen. We are having a new theme, and our new theme is learning a life of love. Amen. Say, learn a life of love. Come on, somebody say, learn a life of love. Turn with me to the book of Ephesians, chapter number five. Ephesians, chapter number five. Amen. Ephesians, chapter number five. We're going to read verse number one to verse number two. Are we there? Ephesians chapter number five. It's projected if you are not opening it um, on your Bible. The Bible says, watch what God does. And then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him. And learn a life of love. Somebody say, learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us. But to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Have you ever been used? Bontes <laughs> Because 
Somebody say amen. amen. Now life thrives through good relationships. And good relationships are a currency in life. Just like you are praying for money, you must also pray for good relationships because they are a currency in life. You cannot live a meaningful life alone. You cannot live in a meaningful life in isolation with no one helping you and no one supporting you. Every one of us as human beings are supposed to understand that fact that we were not created to be alone. That is why the Bible says in the book of Genesis, it says, it is not good for a man to be alone. That scripture for me does not only talk about a man as Inubaba, but it can also give us a very deep revelation of the fact that as a man, a human being, it is not good for you to be alone. Everyone here on earth needs somebody else. From the birth to the death of a person, another person is needed. When you are being born, it took your mother, a person, to give birth to you. When you die, no matter how great you can be, no matter how rich you can be, no matter who you are, no matter how awesome you can be living here on earth, you will need someone to put you in a coffin. You cannot put yourself in a coffin. You will never be able to bury yourself. So each and every one of us here on earth are supposed to understand the fact that we were born to be people who are supposed to relate to other people. We are not people who are supposed to live alone and in isolation. Somebody say amen. amen. We all need somebody else to bring out the best in us. If you can check around, you will realize that if we can give you before and after. I mean, <laughs> especially Obaba. I'm not picking on them. But I have come to realize, Ruti, Akfan man. Akfan. Kuba kona u before. Kube kona no after. Yabonam champenje kube. Bengfu melane no babi bengzo tola e tombe. As if you don't get display. Kona la. You know, even with us, myself included, I believe that I would have never been the person that I am today if it wasn't because of a man that God brought into my life. Somebody say amen. Sometimes in our marriages, we tend to take for granted what God has done by bringing the person he brought to us. So maybe we need to sit back and reflect just a bit as we are going through this series to say, God has done me well 
by bringing someone in my life to change my life and to make my life become better in support and in every area of my life to bring about the best out of me. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, when you have someone who is bringing out the best out of you, don't resist it. Allow it to take its course because it is the plan of God for that person to bring out the best out of you. Somebody say amen. amen. So other people that you have met are along the way, you have impacted and they have become better people because of you. Others don't want to admit it. But the truth of the matter is that if you were not in their lives, if you were not in their lives, they wouldn't be who they are today and they wouldn't be thinking the way that they are thinking, but it is because of you. There are those people who have that kind of an effect on others in such a way that when they come into their lives and begin to have a relationship with those people, they become better people. Somebody say amen. Maybe that is a cue for us to go maybe home as married couples and appreciate one another and say, you know, before I met you, I was, I was not a, the kind of a person that I am today. I was impatient. In fact, you have helped me to become a more patient person. And I appreciate you for that. Those are the things that money cannot buy. But a person who has, who has been brought by God into your life is used by God to bring out the best out of you. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So these people come and develop us. So it is important that we develop some form of good relationships with others so that we can become better people. In the book of Proverbs, chapter number 27, verse number 17, the Bible says, it takes a grinding wheel to sharpen a blade. And so one person sharpens the character of another. And now, one of the gifts that God gives to us when he begins to bless us, are good relationships. God, when he is blessing us in our lives, he gives us good relationships. And also the enemy, just before he distracts our lives, he either causes us to not appreciate good relationships, to abandon good relationships, or just cause us to, to, to abstain from developing good relationships. So the blessing of the Lord comes with good relationships and also a curse comes so that we can be people who are not able or even willing to develop good relationships. You know that the enemy is a copycat. So the negative of what God does is exactly what the enemy does. Sometimes the enemy can cause you to say, I am like this. I used to be like that to say, I can't because I'm from a big family and we are there for one another. So sometimes you feel like you don't need any other person because you always have someone. You have that one. You have that one. You know, because you are a big family. So that can work against us and we can even develop a character that says, I am not a people's person. And that can hinder blessings from God. Because I have taught us in this house 
that God uses people. So when God gives you good relationships, it is because God wants to bless you. And then the enemy can come and then say, you don't need anyone. It is because he wants you to stay away from good relationships. Or he can just tell you to say, even though you have this good relationship, you can just distract the, rela the relationship, no matter how good it can be. But because of the kind of a curse that the devil wants to bring upon our lives, he can tell you that you don't need these relationships in such a way that sometimes he will give us relationships that are going to be destructive in our lives so that we cannot experience the blessing of the Lord. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, here are the examples of relationships. There are family relationships and there are romantic relationships. Satan. La? La? <laughs> Romantic relationships. Ubonuguti, I wonder this boyfriend is from hell. This girlfriend is from straight from hell. Who figure just to distract your life? And in most cases, I warn you until you are out of that relationship. I somebody say amen. Romantic relationship. You need to be very careful. Single lady, single man. Yeah, you need to be very careful. The devil uses this kind of a relationship to distract us. A great deal. We are laughing right now. But it ends in tears. It ends in tears. And then there are business relationships. And then there are corporate relationships. And then there are social relationships. Somebody say amen. amen. So these are just the examples of relationships that God uses to bless us, that God brings uh, in our lives so that he can be able to bless us. That is why you need to choose wisely because the first one you cannot choose. You cannot choose, but you can be able to develop. Somebody say amen, but you cannot choose this one. But the rest, you can choose, especially number two. And you must choose very well. Choose wisely. And choose very, very well. Because somebody say amen. So a life without good relationships will soon become a helpless and a cold life. You don't want to live a cold life. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes. It says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number 4, verse number 9, it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they, are, if they fall, 
one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls. For he has no one to help him up. And verse number 11 says, If two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? So it is not good for you to be alone. So when God gives us these relationships, he is giving them so that our lives may thrive. Because as I said, life thrives on relationships. Your life is going to become a better life because of your relationships. Everyone says you are as good as the company that you keep. So it means that you are as good as the relationships that you develop. Many people develop relationships that are for their destruction. And you know what? This person is busy giving attention, giving resources, and putting their all in a relationship that is eating them up slowly and is going to finish them sooner or later. And you feel pity for this person, but the person is not feeling pity for themselves to say this is not, this kind of a relationship is not going to cause your life to thrive. But there are relationships that we need to be serious about. There are relationships that we need to give our all in them so that we can, we can nourish them so that they can then cause our lives to thrive and then we can become better people because of those relationships. Somebody say amen. amen. So now as life thrives, on relationships, relationships, on the other hand, thrive through love. All types of relationships are sustained by love. Relationships that lack love will die, and relationships that lack love will become a curse. Relationships that lack love will become a burden. Every, every relationship is supposed to be sustained by love. But you can love people without having a relationship with them. But there is no way that you can have a relationship with people and not love them. There is no way that you can cultivate healthy relationships without love. Mfundis last week said a very powerful statement. He said, I owe you love. You owe everyone love, but you don't owe everyone a relationship. That is why many people are hurt in relationships because they think that everyone that you, have a, you, have, you, you feel love for, you must have a relationship with. There are people who will hurt you in life. That does not mean you must hate them. It means you must love them at a distance. Love them from afar from you. But there are people that you must love and bring closer and develop good and healthy relationships with them. Somebody say amen. amen. So now there is a difference between love and like. Many people think that for me to show you that I love you, I must also like you. You know, you may love me but not like me. So you, would, you, you will not, you are not forced to sit down with me and have coffee. Why? Because you love me. You have nothing against me. But you just don't want 
to develop a relationship with me. There's nothing wrong with that. Right? So now, that's the mistake that we make. To say, that is why then we find people like the woman with, uh, at the well. People who can't say no. Because they think, if I love you, I must be in a relationship with you. But God wants us to love everyone. But we can't have a relationship with everyone. Maybe that's why you are so hurt. It's because you think for people to believe that you love them, you must have a relationship with them. You think that for you to show love, you must have a relationship with everyone. And then you bring them close to you. Even Jesus himself, full of love. In fact, the Bible says he is love. But he had the 12 and he had the 3. Why? Because Jesus knew. As much as I love you, you might not be able to handle my life. You might not be able to handle me praying the way that I pray as Jesus. And therefore, maybe I should just take the 3 and leave the 9 behind. Do I not love the 9? I love the 9. But I choose to have the three right next to you in my inner chambers. That's why you are here. You open up for everyone. You, must, you don't owe everyone a relationship. You owe everyone love. Somebody say amen. You can love people without having a relationship with them. But those that you have a relationship with, you must love them. And you must like them because they have been brought into your life by God so that they can bring out the best in you. Somebody say amen. The book of Romans, chapter number 13, verse number 8, the Bible says, Oh, no man anything except to love one another. For he who loves one another has fulfilled the law. That's the only thing that we owe one another. Love. Not a relationship. But it is important that when God shows us that this one is supposed to be developed as a relationship, then we are supposed to make sure that there is love. There, somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 17, verse number 17 in the TPT, it says, A dear friend will love you no matter what. And the family sticks together through all kinds of trouble. It is therefore important, Gebazalwan, for us to learn to live a life of love. And the best person for us to learn from is God. Because God is love. But first, we need to know God. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter number 4, verse number 8. It says, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. So now, first we need to know him, and then we need to experience his love. After we have experienced his love, then we can be able 
to pass on to others. We can be able to love somebody else. Many people are not able to love their spouses. Many people are not able to love their friends. Many people are not able to love the relationships that God has brought into their lives. Why? Because they don't know love. They don't know how to love. But God, the Bible says, He is love. And we can learn how to love from God. But the formula is that we need to know Him first. Thank you. We need to know Him first. And then we need to allow ourselves to experience His love. Then we can be able to pass it on to others. How many know that we can never give out of an empty cup? If you are not full of love, you can never be able to give somebody else love because it, it, you don't know it. It's not there. You don't have it. How many know that if you don't have a 10 million rent in your bank account, when someone comes and asks you for it, there is no way that you can help them out. But if you have it and your wife is asking for it, your wife is asking for it, then because you have it, you can, I come on, where's your sense of humor this morning in Pinoni? Amen. And because you have it, in fact, you have a hundred million and your wife just asks you for 12. It's nothing because you can just give it out of abundance. So God is full of love. And if we know that God is full of love, we will go to him so that he can pour his love into us. And God gives us freely. He gives us love freely because he is love himself. He is not short of love. There is no scarcity of love in God. There is love galore in God because he is love. And he is able to give us out of himself to pour himself out into us. And then we experience the love that God gives to us. And then we can be able to give the very same love to one another. Somebody say amen. amen. So now, a man by the name of Albert Einstein once said, love is the most powerful force in the universe. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, I love it in the way the Bible puts it in the book of songs, um, songs of songs, chapter number eight, verse number six. It says, set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. Verse number seven says, many waters cannot quench love, nor can the floods drown it. If a man would give for love all the wealth of his house, it would be utterly despised. So now, love is powerful. Love is a force. And there's a saying that says, love conquers all things. So we too shall yield to love. Because love conquers 
all things. Then this expression suggests that thank you. Sorry, uh, everywhere. TV. Thank you, Andisile. Thank you. So, yes. Thank you, my baby. So, I was running in Bugandalias. No more TV or smen and man. No more TV. About daily food. Nangu elder to Langa Stell. Who to Satu Sabugali program Yakilapa? Ungo Musa. Usata Bugile. Usa Usa Usata Bugil Usa 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 Bona. Is it Dabadaba Julexon? Uncle USAPC. Amen. I love this church. As the Sulum Chulugo. As was around again, one of my video. As got Uncle Sam's England's got over the Ashopeg. And one of my video, Uncle Sulu Manzite. Go back to the city, Unga Link, Ume, Usul, Usu, Usu, yeah, protocol, you would eat it. Fellow Ula, I was in Gatalgat. Sanatum Sulam was something like Uncle Kulu is Sulu Vituin. Sanatum is Sulu Vigetta. Sanatin Indeed, love conquers all things. We have established that God is love and there is nothing that is hard for God. If God is love and there is nothing that is hard for him, so indeed, love can conquer anything. In fact, it says, it the Bible says, it covers a multitude of sins. So if we can have love, the many things that we are struggling with will be taken care of. Somebody say, Amen. Most of us, the things that we struggle with stems out from a place of bankruptcy from love. If we can have love, we can be able to even do away with the things that are messing up our marriages, that are messing up our relationships, that are messing up our families, that are messing up our businesses. Why? Because we have put love in its rightful place and it covers a multitude of sins. It does not cover just to say they are there lying under, but it covers them because it removes them away from you so that you can be able to live a meaningful life and a life that is full of impact. Because once you understand the love of God for yourself and experience it for yourself, then you are able 
to pass it on to others. There are people, we know that we are not going to be okay. Because there is no love that is flowing out of them. Some of us can't even love our very own children. And it's not our fault. It's because there is no love in us. Somebody say amen. But this morning we are learning that there is someone that we can learn from how to love. Somebody say amen. amen. It's a force. Love is a force. And it can never be overcome. Love is also a force that will be able to cover, as I said, a multitude of sins. And the Bible attests to this in the book of First Corinthians chapter number 13, verse number 8. It says, love never fails. Love never fails. But then, as much as love is a force, also fear is a force. And fear is one of the major forces that works, that works against love. Fear is always the opposite of love. The opponent of love. Fear is always standing before us loving the people that God wants us to love. Fear is always standing before us loving the relationships and developing the relationships that God would want us to develop. Somebody say amen. amen. But love will always overcome fear. That's why we must sustain a deep revelation of love. A deep revelation of love so that we can be able to overcome the fear that is busy trying to cause us not to experience love, nor to share the love that we are supposed to experience. So we need to overcome fear and overcome it with love. Some of us fear to love and some of us fear to be loved. Some of us, it's both. You fear to love and you fear to be loved. Hence, the heart is always closed so that you don't show any form of love by reason of fear. So fear is also a force, I said. That is why then God gives us three things that we can be able to push fear away from our lives because the Bible says we have not been given the spirit of fear, right? And then it says we have been given the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So those are the three things that we can put in place to make sure that fear does not come near us. But love is the greatest of them all, the Bible says. So if you want to get rid of the fear of loving and of being loved, you need to make sure that you sustain a deep revelation of love. And that deep revelation of love stems out of a good and a living relationship with God because God is love. So if you are full of fear in as far as love is concerned, you need to go back to God and say, Lord, I heard that you are love. Pour your love into my heart. Let me experience your love. Let me know your love. And then I can be able to pass it on to others. We have not been given the spirit of fear, but we have been given the spirit of love. Somebody say amen. 
We need to sustain a deep revelation. Look at what the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter number 4, verse number 18 says, there is no fear in love. So once you find yourself in love and real love, deep love, like the love that God has for us, there is no fear there. And then it says, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So when we are full of fear, we need to go for perfection in love and be made perfect in love. Somebody say amen. amen. So now, some of us have had bad experiences relating to love. Others were caused by bad romantic relationships, as I said earlier on. You find yourself traumatized when it comes to love. You find yourself traumatized when it comes to love, maybe because you are from a broken family. Maybe because you loved somebody and that person did not reciprocate your love. And that person did not love you back the way that you loved them. And then you experience trauma when it comes to love. That's why maybe you are fearful of showing love and fearful of receiving love. Some of us, it's because of the relationships in our families, maybe the broken families. So then you don't believe in love. There are people who even say it with their own mouths to say that I don't believe in love. And it is sad to even know that there are people who are even married but they don't believe in love. They believe in the benefits of marriage, but they don't believe in love. Why? Because they have experienced traumas in as far as love is concerned. So to them, because their trust was broken in the love relationships, they are now just walking through life without valuing relationships in as far as the love that is supposed to be injected in relationships is concerned. That is, far you, that is why you will find yourself complaining, saying, why is this person so cold? Maybe it is because, or maybe you, when you are on your own, you sit down and you wonder, why am I so cold? It is because maybe you have experienced trauma in as far as love is, con is concerned. Some of us were betrayed by friends. Some of, some of us experienced bad experiences in as far as business partners are concerned. Some of us experienced bad experiences in as far as our bosses at work are concerned. Friends, even the people that you opened your heart to, the people that you said you loved, and the people who said they loved you. So that was the form of love that you understood and that you felt. And then that kind of love betrayed you. Some of us, it's because of our fathers. Some of us, it's because of our mothers. Some of us, it's because of situations and circumstances around relationships. And we became traumatic when it comes to uh, uh, relationships. And then we closed our hearts. And we said, love is not good for me. But this morning, I want each and every one of us to know that no matter how tormented we, we have been, by love. And no matter how traumatized we have been by love, 
there is still hope because God is love. And we can learn from God how to love and, and also learn to receive love. Somebody say amen. amen. So these bad experiences are now hindering us. We no longer trust anyone. We are afraid to love again. Hence, we are unable to build meaningful relationships again. Some of us, it's in the area of marriage. You trusted someone to an extent of wanting to marry them, but they betrayed you. And as they betrayed you, then you have told yourself that it means this thing called love does not exist. But you have come to church this morning and God knew that you were going to be here. And God wants to make it right for you. Because it is not good for a man to be alone. The relationships, every kind of a relationship that God wants to bless you through, you can be able to give love and you can be able to receive love and you can be able to build meaningful relationships again. Somebody say, do it again. You are going to be able to do it again this time with God because you will now know what true love means. And you will now know what is love all about. Because God is going to teach you. The scripture that we read says we must learn from God. Because God is love. Somebody say amen. So most of us here have gone through school. And when someone says learn something, it means you take time. You sit down and you study that thing. And you master that thing. I don't want you to give up on love this morning. I'm here to encourage you. Maybe not all of us in this place but maybe just two or three people who are in relationships but these relationships are void of love because we cannot accept love nor can we give love and this morning I am here to say to you God wants to heal that love experience that bad love experience that you have experienced some of us are even mean towards those who love us for real because we are closing our hearts to say, I don't want to be hurt again. Don't want to be hurt again. I don't want to be hurt again. And each time you see someone, there are people who even run away from love. They don't want to open their hearts to love. There are people who are born again, but they can't love God and they can't let God love them. Because they are traumatized around the area of love. Everyone that they said they loved or who said loved them betrayed them. And every day they come to church and every day they pray, but they are waiting for the day where God will betray them. Some of us are sitting in marriages. We can't love nor receive love because we are waiting for the day when this person is going to turn against me because this is what love has been to me and this is what love has done to me all my life. But you came to church this morning and there's healing in the room. 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 You've been wondering why I can't love, why I can't receive love. It is because you have experienced trauma in the area of love, be it in a romantic relationship, be it in a family setting, 
where Ubaba kept on saying, "We, I love you, I love you, I love you. And Baba left. So is this love. So love actually leaves. So for me, not to experience the pain I experienced of a person leaving me who said they loved me. Let me not love. And let me not allow myself to be loved. But this morning I want you to know, God is love. You can learn from God how to love. Because the love that you have experienced has hurt you. But the love that God wants to pour into your heart is the love that will not hurt you. Is the love that is going to cause you to even have meaningful relationships, meaningful marriage, meaningful business associations, meaningful uh, in, in every aspect of your life, in every relationship that you find yourself in. The love of God will keep pouring, in, pouring out of you. Why? Because you have allowed yourself to open your heart for God to pour his love in you. Some of our marriages are not suffering because we are bad people. Our marriages are suffering because we don't know how to love and how to receive love. But this morning I want to pray for someone who says, I didn't know the diagnosis of my condition. But today I understand that it is because I have experienced trauma around love. That's why no matter how much my husband or my wife or my friends or whoever or even the church can try to show me love, I cannot receive it. Because love has hurt me in such a way that I don't believe in love, but I don't want love to come near me. This healing... There's healing available. Some of us are not married yet and God wants to help us out. So that by the time he brings someone to come and love us, God loves us through people. When God brings someone to love us, we will be able to receive that love. Let go of the past. Allow God to breathe anew. Allow God to pour his love into your heart with every eye closed. I just want to pray with someone this morning. I feel led to pray with someone this morning. Marriages are going to be healed because we are going to be healed from love traumas. I want to pray with someone who says, that's me. I don't mean to embarrass you. Many of us have been there. It has taken the love of God. God will never leave you nor forsake you. And he's going to bring about good relationships into your life. Open your heart to love and receive love. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. You can just come to the front. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.